It's Monday, October 23rd, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and with other important things going on in our community. Today, it's been half a dozen years since Bisbee's historic city hall was tragically consumed by fire, but there's good news on the horizon. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small-town dealer-friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona history. Halloween is coming up, and Cochise County has its fair share of ghost stories. Did you know that Charleston is a ghost town in Cochise County? It thrived in the late 1870s through the late 1880s due to its proximity to silver ore mills in nearby Millville and the booming silver mines of Tombstone. Charleston grew quickly, boasting a population of over 400, complete with essential services and businesses. Despite its infamous residence and a wild reputation, the town was considered relatively peaceful but corrupt. Justice of the Peace James Burnett was a notorious figure in Charleston, administering on-the-spot fines and punishments that he personally pocketed, effectively becoming the town's de facto dictator. However, the town's decline began with the flooding of Tombstone's silver mines in 1886 and was exacerbated by an earthquake in 1887. By 1889, Charleston was deserted. Today, only remnants of the town exist. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. It's been half a dozen years since Bisbee's historic city hall was tragically consumed by fire. But there's good news on the horizon. By the end of next year, if all goes well, council meetings and public dealings might finally return to their rightful home in Warren. Now, for those who might not recall, the original City Hall, a structure dating back to 1905, was completely destroyed by fire on October 11, 2017. This catastrophic event began in an unused office on the second floor, where some electrical work was in progress. The response was swift and dedicated. Firefighting teams from Bisbee, San Jose, Naco, and surrounding areas worked tirelessly to control the blaze, using over a staggering 1 million gallons of water. After a thorough investigation, the Cochise County Sheriff's Office shared some insights. The century-old building had seen some modifications over the years, and there was evidence of old electrical wiring. Due to the extensive damage and collapse of the structure, this old wiring couldn't be ruled out as a potential cause. But here's where the community spirit shines. Immediately after the fire, Cochise County stepped in, offering office space to ensure city businesses could carry on without a hitch. Over the years, city staff had to be quite adaptive, moving from the Cochise County Complex on Melody Lane to a series of other temporary locations, including a former juvenile detention facility and a soil remediation building in Lowell. Even now, council and committee meetings are held on Tovriaville Road. Throughout this ordeal, Bisbee's residents have been vocal about one thing. They want the new building right where the old city hall stood on Arizona Street. And while the city did receive a $2.1 million insurance payout, the projected costs for the new two-story structure surpass $4 million. However, there's a silver lining. 
City manager Steve Pawkin took matters into his own hands, negotiating costs and even proposing that the city staff be involved in completing the building's second story. As Pawkin rightly points out, costs aren't going to decrease with time, and with the budget available, it's the right moment to act, saying, quote, our community and our staff deserve a home. Fast forward to a recent decision, BFL Construction, a firm with a stellar track record across the state, has been awarded the contract. And here's a nod to the past, the remaining front portico of the old building will be incorporated into the new design, a poignant reminder of the city's rich history. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace stocks Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, Tohono O'odham chairman Verlin Jose recently testified about migrants crossing the reservation as part of a House hearing on securing our border, saving our national parks. Alex Cullen of Cronkite News has more on the story. Which causes more damage to parks and tribal lands? Migrants crossing the desert and leaving trash behind or the border wall, which is supposed to keep them out? Construction of a wall on federal lands near our reservations also interferes with the flow of scarce vital water resources on which plants and wildlife depend. Our tribal members rely on these plants for food, medicine, and cultural purposes. The border wall was just one part of a House Natural Resources Committee hearing on the government's use of Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn to house migrants. Committee Republicans noted that the environmental regulations were waived to construct the emergency housing. The administration must wake up <clears throat> to the illegal immigration crisis and come to the table to work with Congress on securing our border and addressing the dangers and environmental impacts of our public lands. Federal officials testifying at the hearing said that the trash and environmental harm caused by migrants is a problem, but that it's not a new phenomenon. It's been a continuous problem uh, for decades of us removing trash and other natural resource and visitor effects that occur on our, on our international border along the Coronado. The Republicans' defense of environmental regulations was not lost on Democratic Congressman Raul Grijalva, who accused them of a double standard. He called the hearing a little more than a GOP excuse to push for the border wall. Continue the wall. It's failed. It didn't do its job. As much as it was ballyhooed and talked about, it's become political rhetoric and a political symbol. In terms of it, deterrence, it does not work. The contentious partisan hearing included a lot of petty jabs, but few possible solutions. Jose may have had the best answer to the migration problem, even if it was the least likely. I wave that magic wand across and create true immigration reform. One solution everyone did agree on to address all concerns for every party involved was to have a seat at the table. In Washington, Alexandria Cullen, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Kylie Young with Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista. At Prestige, we know that wellness is top of mind for many older adults and their loved ones. It's why we offer a free online guide to healthy aging. 
In the guide, we examine practical advice and lifestyle tips for physical, cognitive, and mental health, as well as common concerns older adults face with their wellness as they age. Courtesy of Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, download the free guide today at prestigehealthyaging.com. That's prestigehealthyaging.com. Now an event coming up that you should know about. This Wednesday through Sunday, the Tombstone Territory Rendezvous is hosting its annual gathering which attracts authors, historians, researchers, and all who want to celebrate and discuss the myths and realities of the Old West. This year's event is called Terror in Tombstone, Gunfights and Fighters of the High Desert. There will be talks, meals, presentations, cowboy poetry, site visits, book signings, and a whole lot more. For information and to check out the jam-packed schedule, head over to tombstoneterritoryrendezvous.com. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Hack McCall. Hack received a degree in history and English from Hamline University in 1957 and earned his master's degree from St. Cloud State University. He worked as a teacher and coach in Adena, Minnesota. Hack moved to Arizona in 2013 and volunteered at church and the treasure shop at La Posada. He was preceded in death by his wife, Jane, and is survived by his daughters, son, six grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Hack's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.